Welcome to Aligning Finances to Faith, brought to you by Faithful Financial Services. This podcast is intended to educate, inform, and inspire anyone who wants to ensure their money is being used effectively in regards to their faith and role as a steward of God's provision. I'm your host, Henry Netherland. Let's get started. As we continue the Aligning Finances to Faith podcast, This will be the final episode in the Biblical Financial Foundation series, but today we'll be wrapping it up discussing faith. We'll talk about a biblical definition of faith, um, how do we get faith, what does faith have to do with finances, and how can we demonstrate our faith through our finances. Joining me for this discussion is my co-host, Melanie Wheeler. Melanie has 20 years experience in the financial services industry, but left the business a few years ago for full-time ministry at her church. She's been a huge encouragement to me as I started my own financial services firm and continues to serve God as we begin this new podcast. Okay, so hi, uh, this is Melanie, and I thought we would kick this off with a scripture. So we're talking about faith, so our scripture today is Hebrews eleven six, And without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Yeah, thank you, Melanie. I, I, I think that's a good scripture. I always like to start with, you know, trying to get a definition of faith and, and how that might be defined. Um, so this is what I found, a general def- definition of faith um, on the Internet. It means complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Um, then I looked up what a theological definition of faith might be, um, and this is what it said. Faith is the basic ingredient to begin a relationship with God. Faith is the assurance that the things revealed and promised in the Word are true and even though unseen and gives the believer a conviction that what he expects in faith will come to pass. In other words, it becomes so tangible that you now possess it. Um, and I think that refers um, straight back to Hebrews 11.1. 1. Um, this is the King James Version. It says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So I think that's a pretty good definition. Yeah, and funny that you you mentioned that chapter. Our first original um, scripture that we read was Hebrews eleven six. So you're noticing something here. Many times that chapter in Hebrews chapter eleven is referred to as the Faith Hall of Fame chapter. That chapter is all about faith. And after we read Hebrews eleven, sometimes we might notice that repetition of the phrase all throughout the chapter as as the writer refers to each of those individuals. Um, you'll see that phrase by faith. So as I begin to see that all of the people mentioned had that one thing in common, that no matter who the writer was referring to or talking about, each person had simply taken God at his word and obeyed his command, and they were commended for their faith. Um, They were all remembered for their faith. So let's look at a few of those people that are mentioned in that chapter. Is that okay, Henry? Absolutely. Okay, so let's see. One of the first I see noticed here is that by faith, Noah, when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear built an ark to save his family. Um, by his faith, he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. So by faith, Noah did these things. Yeah, that was a big step, right? That was huge, you know? I mean, somebody tells him to build an ark. He didn't ask why. He didn't ask any questions. He just took the step, and that's why he's commended in this chapter for his faith. Same thing, right next, we look at Abraham. It says, by faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. Well, that's a pretty big step, too, I would say. Yes, it is. And that takes huge faith. It's a huge leap of faith to hear 
God's word to hear him speaking to you, telling you to do something when you don't even know where he's telling you to go. And he took that step. So there, Abraham was commended by, and for his faith. Um, also, it mentions over on um, 11 in chapter in, in 11, verse 30, that by faith, the walls of Jericho fell after the people had marched around them for seven days. Well, that's impressive. I mean, once again, you're looking at this group of people that just took God at his word and did what he commanded, and the walls of Jericho fell because of their faith. Um, and there's just story after story in this chapter about faith, and, and every time you look at it, it's because each of these people are commended for their faith because they took God at his word and they obeyed his word. So I believe that that's a great working definition of faith is just taking God at his word. Yeah, I think we can run with that one. So Henry, how do we get faith? Well, you know, I always like to go to the Bible when I look for answers, and I think that's a, a perfect resource to try to answer that. Um, so we we see in Romans ten seventeen, um, this is what it says. Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ. So I think um, the only way to get faith is to hear about God and what he can do for you. Yeah, I would agree with that. And, and I think that initially... It's that first step. When we, when we take that first initial step in our faith, we're choosing to place our faith in God and his word. Um, and that's that first step. But then I feel like our faith is also a journey. It's more than that first step because we have to choose every day, again, to live our lives in light of the gospel, in light of our faith. We have to always choose to turn to God's word and not our feelings. I, know, I don't know about you, Henry, but me... My feelings and my emotions can get in the way of my faith. They can cause me to start doubting. They can cause discouragement. And um, if we let those feelings and emotions get in the way of our faith, it causes us to do those things, to doubt and to his word and his goodness. So it's a continual everyday choice that we make to choose to live by faith. It's, it's not just a one-time deal. I agree. It's a, it's a daily thing for me as well. So, you know, this is an Aligning Finances Faith podcast. So, um, the question begs to differ, what does faith have to do with finances? And I think you touched on it. It's connecting our faith journey with our financial journey. And doing so allows God to use our finances to shape our heart and our life to treasure him more. Um, implementing faith into our financial management means regularly asking, God, what would you have me do? And then basically moving forward in faith based on the answer. Right, so if we go back to that definition I was talking about earlier, is faith is taking God at his word. So if we choose to take God at his word, we have to be obedient. Sorry, we have to be obedient to his direction and calling in, uh, in our lives. So part of this is being obedient with how we spend our money. There are lots of truths, many truths in God's word about being good stewards of our resources, including our money. And we've discussed many of those in lots of the previous episodes of this podcast, right, Henry? Yes, we've covered it. <laughs> yeah, so if you missed those, I would encourage you to go back and listen because we talk a lot about what God's word says about our money, about being good stewards of our gifts, talents, resources, and all that includes our money. So if we truly have faith in Jesus... We have to be obedient with our finances as well as any other part of our lives. So, Henry, how can we demonstrate our faith through our finances? Well, I think it, um, it comes back to just having financial faith means that we hold our finances with an open hand. And we talked about that when we talked about stewardship. And it also includes seeking God's direction and the deployment of our money. Um, there's some questions I think we should just continually ask ourselves. 
Um, what does it look like when we seek God's direction for our finances? We all have to answer that question. Um, are we in conversation with God about our money? Um, and how have we experienced God as the ultimate provider in our life? I think everyone can, can answer that question differently, but um, I think that implementing faith into our financial management means regularly asking God, what would you have me to do? And then moving forward um, in faith based on that answer. Yeah, that's a great question to always ask ourselves. God, what would you have me do? Because again, um, it boils down to me that we're to be obedient to God's word. It's taking God at his word. And by asking that question, we're trying to figure out what it is God is telling us to do. Um, God, what would you have me to do with my money or any other parts of our lives? So the blessing that can come from that obedience is so powerful. And it can lead others to faith in Christ, too. It's not just for ourselves, but it's for those who are watching, for those in our lives that we have influence over. We can um, lead others to faith in Christ by that example. So our main mission and purpose as followers of Christ is to lead others to him. So demonstrating our faith through the way we handle financial matters can be a powerful tool and a powerful testimony that can draw us closer to him, but also can lead others to saving faith in Jesus. I think that's very well said. Thank you very much, Melanie. Um, so today we talked about faith and its importance in our lives and our finances. Faith is a heart perspective critical to biblical financial foundations and integrates seamlessly with the heart perspectives we've discussed previously, like wisdom, stewardship, and contentment. All these work together, and it's hard to experience one without the other. So this concludes the series on biblical financial foundations. I've learned a lot in preparing for these episodes and hope you found some enjoyment as Melanie and I forged our way through these topics. Um, one last thing before we wrap up the topic of faith. Obviously, faith for Christians is a big deal as it impacts our relationship to God and our lives, in, including our finances. Exercising daily faith in Christ eliminates fear and allows us to confidently step into the future, knowing that God loves us and will take care of us. But what if you lack faith in Christ and have never experienced God's saving grace? It boils down to what will you put your faith in? God created the earth. He desires a relationship with you. But everyone has done things that have created a separation between us and God. God loves us so much that he sent his son to make a way for us to reunite with him. Jesus lived a sinless life. He had died to cover our sins so that we could again enjoy a relationship with God. Then he rose again to life, proving that God has power in this world all the power. So I put my faith in Christ. If you've never done so, I encourage you to prayerfully seek him. Ask a local pastor or church member to visit with you about your faith. Do something to ensure that your faith is in the right place, and that's the one and only God. Thank you for listening to Aligning Finances to Faith. Brought to you by Faithful Financial Services, a registered investment advisory firm dedicated to seeking first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and helping clients apply biblical principles to their finances. Faithful Financial Services specializes in helping Christians invest in ways that bring glory to God, typically through biblically responsible investments. If you'd like to subscribe to this podcast and we'd like more information, you can find us at FaithfulFinancialServices.com.